Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the Old Angels Podcast. What is up, ladies? Your boy Johnny Mags joined as always with Daniel Garcia. We're back for another edition of the All Angels Podcast. We're back from uh, Tempe, Arizona. What ended up being the last weekend of spring training, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, what a wise decision for us to go out to spring training last uh, last Thursday. <laughs> last time so, we did, yep. And uh, good decision, good decision, because uh, we'll get into it. So, but before we get into the show, let's quickly get a word in from one of our sponsors, a new sponsor to the show that we're glad to uh, to have on board with Home Security. There's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you go, you know, you get a technician. It takes uh, weeks to do and you have a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Or there's the other way, which is uh, Simply Safe. Simply, fa- Simply Safe is everything you need to, uh, in home security uh, system. The award winning protection, two time winner of the CNET Editor's Choice Awards. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells that alert you when someone approaches your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard the inside. You barely notice they're there, but that's truly but that's truly remarkable is you can set up this whole system by yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour tops. There's absolutely no trade-offs uh, for your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at any moment's notice, 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. So all you have to do is go to my, or no, go to, whoa, almost said my bookie. Um, go to simplysafe.com slash team today to get your free shipping and 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now. Uh, secure your home, simplysafe.com slash team. That's simplysafe.com slash team. Awesome. Check out Simply Safe. So, all right. So let's, let's get, let's get it. Let's. What a day. Uh, yeah. We are recording this Thursday night. Um, the last, I mean, what has it been? Not even 24 hours in the sports universe, I guess, if you want to kind of expand it that way. Mm-hmm. Um Obviously, this was a big coronavirus. I mean, obviously, if you haven't heard about it now, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, what are you doing? 
and this kind of also just kind of goes back to our spring training trip this last week. Mm-hmm. Um, while we were out there, I believe it was that Saturday we were out there, uh, the seventh, or it could have been the Friday. I, those days kind of all run together, but right. um, MLB kind of started a talking to the players about how to protect themselves, I guess, in, in so many words, from the coronavirus as far as limiting interaction with fans, as far as, you know, um, maybe using your own pen to sign autographs opposed to pens that fans would give you. So it kind of started there and, and it and it completely snowballed you know, within the last, you know, like I said, the last 24 hours and we're recording this, um, you know, it's always kind of been a thing. It's always been discussions. I mean, you've had, even before the uh, Rudy Gobert on the Utah Jazz came mm-hmm. out and tested positive for it, you were already having talks about Seattle um, not playing their first two series in Seattle right? because of an outbreak out there by a uh, an employee of the CenturyLink football field out that's which was right next door to Team Mobile Park, like right, right next door. Right. Tested positive, so there was a kind of uh, a concern there. But it went from that to oh, maybe the you know maybe the uh, MLB will play games with this no fans because that's been obviously a possibility. But um, yeah, today or even let's go last night, Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, um, tested positive for um, the coronavirus, and then not too long after that, the NBA. Um, suspends its season. Yeah, and even before that, the uh, Washington or not Washington Wizards, the Golden State Warriors had said they were going to play their game the next, at least the next two games with no fans. So that kind of was a trickle effect, like the domino effect. Boom, you know, um, it's just crazy. I, 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 I don't want to get into the politics behind it and all that stuff. Um, you know, obviously, right now everyone's in in that panic mode and. I think baseball followed suit because they felt that that's what they needed to do. Like, and the NBA did it, NHL did it, you know, pretty much every every sport. MLS did it, so baseball had to follow. And and whether it's a right or wrong thing to do, I guess it's a right thing to do because it's a safety issue, it's a safety concern, and the top priority right now is making sure that it doesn't, you know, spread worse. I don't want to get into my own thoughts about the situation because I have them. If you want to follow me on Instagram or Facebook well, for that, I mean, but it's, it's kind of like regardless of if you know, and I've seen arguments on both sides right. of it. Um, kind of regardless of what your personal thought is, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is, and 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 teams, players, organizations, yes. leagues are taking precautionary reasons, which they have to. They have to something so quick, something so new. I mm-hmm. think it's, it's the biggest thing. It's just new. Um, they kind of, I guess, have to take precaution, and hopefully that, you know, um, it gets solved, you know, fairly recently. Like I don't know if it's going to be something where you wake up Monday and it's like, oh, okay, everything's all back to normal, or or if it's going to take three months, two months, or or whatever it is. Um, but it's just kind of crazy. So, with that being said, this morning the MLB first suspended all uh, spring spring training. training games as of uh, you know. Then today, you know, as we record it, and then they had a meeting, news comes out, which I think a lot of people at this point kind of felt was coming, especially, like I said, everything that happened with the Rudy Gobert testing positive and and everything like that. Um, The MLB suspended the first two weeks of the MLB season. And from what I'm understanding is that 
the two weeks are going to happen. It's kind of going to be at that point reevaluated at that two points. Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Is it maintained? Right. Um, I think that's kind of where they're at right now. As of now, everyone keeps saying, and even March Madness and all those those uh, tournaments canceled cancel at least until March 30th. But, you know, like you said, it's it's a waiting process now, whether where are we on after March 30th? Where are you, are we at the end of March heading into April? That's I don't think anyone has an answer for that. I think they're just playing it by ear. And hopefully, like you said, hopefully there's – we wake up in the morning and say, hey, this is a vaccine. Here we go. And we can resume, you know, functions or whatever it is, you know. But until that point, I mean, the best thing we can do now is uh, watch old videotapes or go on YouTube and watch whatever we can. Um, I mean, it's just not affecting baseball. It's affecting every major sport. I mean, even re- even wrestling. I heard WrestleMania is getting canceled. You see all my wrestling stuff in the back if you're on Instagram Live here. But, uh you know, it's 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 affecting everything, and baseball had to follow suit. Like you know, we were. I was hoping. I kept Make hearing up somewhere. Yeah, I kept hearing. You know, the city of Houston says they're not going to uh, suspend the game because it's a city of. It's not a city event. It's uh, owned by the Astros. Blah blah blah. And then MLB actually came out and said, no, no, we're suspending. You know, a couple couple of weeks at least into into the season. So um, NBA said that it's going to be at least a thirty, 30 day. day. Yeah. So so again, this is all. You know, they give you a timetable and then they're going to try to reevaluate it. Um, there was a lot of questions about um, is are, is it suspended? Is it canceled? What is it? And I, I think they haven't decided whether or not what they're going to do, if they're just going to pick up pretty much. OK, let's just say two weeks happens. OK, cool. Everything's everything's good. We feel comfortable. Are they going to make up those initial uh, those previous games or are they going to just say, OK, well, Everyone starts on Monday. Whoever you would have played on that Monday, right. that's who you're playing. And I feel like from there. that's probably the most likeliest of things because to reschedule those games or shorten the season because, you know, they have all those contracts with, with Fox and everything in October for baseball and everything like that. I, I don't know how that all works. My assumption would be that they'd, just, they'd pick up right where they were supposed to mm-hmm. play and then I don't know if they make up those games or not. I, I, I feel like they'll just go from there. Depending on how many games are actually missed or whatever, you know, yeah. they might add a few games here or there to determine who actually wins. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot to mess with, man. It's a lot yeah, to mess with. I, as far as I, what I've heard is that the the whole business partner kind of advertisement and, and TV thing isn't necessarily a big deal because um, a lot of that stuff is insured. Insurance will, you know, if... if if let's just say, for example, Fox, Fox Sports West feels like they need to get some money back because they're not playing games, well, they necessarily wouldn't go to the Angels. They would go to their insurance, you know, company that does all that stuff and and, right. and deal with it that way. But you know, other than that, you know, if it's just two weeks, or even you know, even if it's a little bit longer and if it's a shorter season, and say you get in instead of 162 games, let's just say, for example, you get 130 games, and I don't think that's a terrible thing for baseball because I think. One of the major complaints about baseball right now is that it's too long of a season. Right. So, you know, if you remember, the NBA had a strike-shortened season, and that was pretty exciting <laughs> because it seemed like, okay, as soon as they started, it was a sprint. Every single right. game mattered twice as much because it wasn't like um, you're going to make a huge jump one, or you're not going to be able to say, like, well, we have 30 games left or we have whatever. You know, it's like games are going to value even more so you know if there's some kind of silver lining if they do decide to go with whatever it is 120 game 130 game season it's going to be pretty cool to see that kind of sprint 
and and see how the teams uh, do for that. Yeah, the last time baseball had a shortened season was that 95 season after the 94 strike. They came back. I believe they played 125 games. I could be wrong. Uh, but it was it was like you said. I think it made things a lot more interesting. Obviously, numbers are going to go down, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's nothing, you know. As long as the season gets underway, a few weeks here and there isn't going to do it. Uh, they're all precautionary measures that needed to be taken. And as much as as much as a lot of people want to have their side of the coronavirus, like my, I have my opinion, everyone has their other opinion. This is what's happening right now. This is what we got to deal with. So it is what it is at this point. Yeah. So again, it's like a two two. Well, even more than more so than two weeks because it's the first two weeks of the season. So you're looking more at like a um, a month about until they really start reevaluating what's going to happen with the season. Do I think the season is going to be canceled completely? No, I think they are going to no. play baseball at some point. It's no. just it's hard to say right now how many games and at what point they're going to start it all up again. But even if they were to, even if they were to start the season maybe with no fans in the stadium, if if that was the case, and I right. think that's worst case scenario. Yeah, I think know? that's kind of one of the things too, and then. Um, you know, uh, I, I just, I just think you know, with with everything going on, you know, I, obviously they are um, really concerned about the public health, and it makes sense because no one wants to be that one company that lets their employees go to work, and now they have a huge breakout, and then it just looks bad on them. Yeah, I mean, you even got like Disneyland closing down for for the rest of the month, which is pretty crazy when you think about it that way. I the first thing I thought of when when people were talking about the coronavirus, actually up into these last couple of weeks, was like amusement parks are going to be the first ones to shut down um, because man, there's just so many people, right. especially at Disneyland, you know. So if Disneyland's closing down for a short period of time, it was only a matter, a matter of time, time before baseball else, or anything yeah. else did yeah. it, you know. Yeah, but it, you know, it, it's it's pretty crazy. I mean. This off season, and I'm just talking about the off season. I'm not even talking about. I mean, from the final out of the World Series and and just baseball world, you have okay, final out of the World Series, and this is in no particular order. This is it's kind of the order that's popping up. Obviously, you have the Astros cheating scandal. Obviously, you have the big run on free agents, whether it's Rendon or or uh, Garrett Cole or or you know whoever Strasburg. You have the huge run there. Uh, you know, now you have the coronavirus. Now, you know, it's just like it just seems like wow, what a, what an off season it's been for the past like three months. Mm-hmm. It always just seems like there's a big thing, you know, for the good, for good or for bad. But you know, it's just it's just you know, it's been it's been a crazy off season. And it's it's when I sit back and kind of think about it, it's just it's unbelievable how much things have happened this off season when, you know, last off season there was like nothing going on. And now all of a sudden, boom, there's a bunch of stuff that is just, you know, in the sports world. And it's, and it's just absolutely crazy. I mean, angels alone, you get Rendon, you get mad and you get Otani, back. you get all this stuff. And then, you know, and then this, this happens, it delays everything. And I think a lot of fans are really hurt by that. But just the fact that you were starting to feel a little more, um, enthusiastic about the season. The season's coming up. The season's right there. And it's just now it's just put on pause and there's no real answers at the back end of this at all. Yeah, man. We, the, the, the anticipation builds like in February for baseball. You know, right. you're starting to kind of pitches and catches report and, and then you started to get, you started to, the sun's starting to come out a little bit more. Obviously it's raining a lot now, but you know, the, the, the spring and all that good stuff. And then, I mean, the anticipation just builds. And now for us to say, Oh man, it's not going to happen at least for, you know, two weeks further back and then no spring training games. Like yeah. it kind of throws away our schedule. I know we had plans for opening day. We had plans to, and now it's just like, 
oh man so it makes it that much more worse but i agree with you 100 percent, man this offseason has been more than i i, I want to call it just a really odd just i think and i think odd's a good word for it yeah. because it's was it a bad off season? No, yeah, I mean, we just got odd. They got, they got Rendon. That you know, um, Otani's coming back. It looks healthy. It's just, it's just odd. It was, you know, it's just yeah. It was just a very weird kind of off season um, for the Angels, and just kind of you know, it's starting out to be just an off season for every team just in general. And you know, how do uh, is it a good thing? Is it okay? Well, you give guys time to get healthy that are struggling with you know with. You know, um, last time we've had Red Bollinger on when we were out in spring training, you know, uh, that's when the same day that Griffin Canning got an injection into his elbow, which ended up being a PRP shot, that they're going to take four weeks to evaluate. Well, guess what? That four weeks is going to, you know, a lot of this downtime is going to take the majority of that four weeks. Is that a good thing? Now, instead of missing him for, you know, the first month of the season now technically maybe it's like a week if the season gets started at a certain time so um bright sides people bright sides yeah uh you know and you know yeah it's just it's just a weird like weird weird last 24 48 hours with the whole sports world and obviously the angel baseball and best baseball uh in general connected with everything is just so surreal like almost like you're you're in a movie yeah, like a, Space Jam. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you go around on Twitter, and that's what kind of everyone's yeah. saying is like, "Oh, it's it's coming true, it's coming true." Yeah. The next thing you know, we're gonna have aliens that are you know taking Mike Trout's powers or whoever you know. That's uh, funny. John Carl Stan's muscles and all that stuff, which is gonna would be hilarious, and get LeBron on that. You know, he's supposed to be making uh, Space Jam too, anyway. So. No, it's just it's just crazy. We kind of came on. We like I said, we originally were just going to talk about our spring training trip, and we'll still get to that. But with this news breaking, it just seems, um, it's it's. I mean, I don't know how you not talk about. It. I mean, it, it directly affects. Well, yeah, it affects opening day everything. baseball. It, yeah, it's just it's something that you just can't ignore and just need to you know at least talk a little bit about it. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's going to affect everyone involved. I mean, it affects us because. We do a, a all angels podcast about baseball. When there's no baseball being played, it's like, oh, well, that kind of puts a little. It's funny part though too. Okay, there's not even baseball being played, but it's not really. There's not really going to be anything else. There's not going to really be Nothing. training. There's not going to be, you know, how's this guy coming back from mm-hmm. an injury? Like all this stuff. I mean, you kind of already saw it because the reporters got kind of kicked out of the locker room while we we're in spring training, mm-hmm. which will limit the information that you guys, you know, people that are listening, people that are watching on our uh, live stream. That would really hinder their ability to get information. But now the fact that there's nothing going on, there's no spring training, there's no bullpen sessions, there's none of that going on in the public eye, you know, it's honestly going to be just a super quiet, you know, three to four weeks or, you know, even possibly even longer. Yeah, that's, you know, we depend so much on media to give us what we, you know, all the information as sports fans. And when the media gets kind of like, you know, shut down, well, what do we do now? (laughs) And, uh, Aside from uh, aside from just waiting by the TV or by, by you know by your computer by your phone saying man when is this going to end? There's nothing else we can do, guys. I mean, the, our baseball fix has to come from somewhere. Luckily, my son plays, so for you know, now until they cancel that. I know. Well, I don't know how that's going to all work out. Just because you know they they're talking about you know groups of more than 250 people i guess you know yeah, and there's probably like 20 people out on the baseball field when he plays but you know i mean <laughs> i don't know man this is just it's it's something that we're just gonna have to uh 
Wait and see, man. It's a waiting game. Yeah, honestly. it's definitely a waiting game right now. Luckily for myself, got MLB The Show 20 coming up um, tonight. I don't got me, anything, That can man. keep me occupied as of now, but... I'm just going to um, go on YouTube and watch old videos of, like, Angels games and Lakers games, right, man. Right, yeah, exactly. That's all, I, that's all I can do right now. And the crazy part, I mean, just... I'm a sports fan. You're a sports fan just in general, but the fact that there's, like, none of that stuff is going to be on. There's, I mean... What's like your ESPNs and your Fox Sports ones and your like sports super sports driven, you know Fox Sports oh, yeah. class? What are they gonna do? There's nothing they can't show. Oh well, we'll show the MLS before, game and said, oh wait, they're canceled. Before oh. the bigs is Mike Trout from 2014 over, over, over and over again. Yeah, over again. Yeah. I was uh, watching uh, ESPN uh, Sports Center today, man, and all they kept talking about really was the whole coronavirus well, thing. You, and you can't talk about the games. There's no games. No, That's so, the crazy part. Is like. And it was so somber and sad because they were playing like this, like real depressing. You know the music they were playing when they announced the Kobe death, like that kind of stuff. They were playing that kind of music, music, and I'm like, oh man, this is really bad. Like five different like themes of music. So if it's sad, okay, we're using this no matter what. Yeah. If there's something exciting, we're using this no matter what. They put that on that loop today, and I was like, man. So I ended up watching like the WWE Network. Luckily, I'm a wrestling fan. Wrestling, wrestling's not going to stop. I guess WrestleMania got canceled or suspended, but. Actual wrestling is going to be held like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown is going to be held at their performance center where there's no fans. That's so that's going to be weird, especially for a sport like weird. that. Who what what and it and it depends on that pop. It yeah. depends on the fans mm-hmm. and they're like, how do you know if you're doing a good job right. if you don't right. get any kind of reacts at that? I might it's going to be weird. I might just watch that just to see how that is. And and honestly, when they originally started talking about doing it in empty stadiums, yeah. I wasn't opposed to it just because of the fact like, A, yeah, they'll be playing and B, I think for a little bit, it'd be really interesting to see how that works because now instead of kind of the background noise being fans chatter Mm -hmm. or just whatever. Natural sounds of the game. Well, not only that, but you might pick up when a manager is mad at the the umpire, what he's saying directly or if... The player's talking right. trash to another player, you know, like in NBA, picking right. that up. Like, Well, the A's are used to that, so, yeah. you know. But. So, um, I thought that was going to happen. I, I was kind of almost looking forward to that for at least a little bit just to kind of see how that works out. But obviously, again, for unfortunately, uh, that didn't work out, and um, the majority of the major sports have been canceled or postponed for um, the time being. And just we'll have to just wait and see when the Angel Baseball gets back. Hopefully, it's sooner rather than later, but... Depending on who you who you read and who you talk to, it, it just seems realistically that it's going to take a, a take a bit, and then that's kind of unfortunate for Angel fans, but just kind of uh, sports fans also. But yeah, you know. the majority, like ninety percent of what I watch, is being affected now. So I got to do something. <laughs> I, I've been watching American Pickers. I'm, I've been on vacation all wow. week. American Pickers all that's week. Chris's stuff right there. Yeah, yeah, man. I love American Pickers, but there you know, you once once I finish blow through all that, I don't know what I'm going to do next. So. Yeah, no baseball, no Lakers. My Lakers are finally doing great. Number one in the West, and look what happens. So, yeah. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. On the back end of this commercial, we will discuss our trip out to Tempe and the, what ended up being the last weekend of spring training. Hey, hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. 
Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. We are back. So, again, thanks to our sponsors, GroomGoon.com and EpicRadioTV.com. So, as uh, Dan had mentioned, last week we were in spring training. Actually, a week ago today, we had just gotten into town, and we did spring training. We went to uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday games, uh, two road games, and the Saturday home game in Tempe. Had a great time. We got to network with a lot of cool Tempe people. Tempe was fun. Tempe yeah, was a lot Tempe of fun. was a blast. Man, we ran into so many people, and uh, it just, was packed. It oh was packed. my god, that's the most I've ever seen it. Packed. Me too. Um, so, kind of going in, in, in order, we get into Thursday night. Obviously, it's a, it's a day off. Um, we were able to meet up with Ty, or I was able to meet up with Ty Buttry after his workout. Got a couple photos signed. So. Was looking to do a giveaway in correlation with opening day. Yeah, so we're gonna have to push that back. Push that back because we got a couple. Again, we got a couple of photos signed. We definitely want to give them away for people here and on our Instagram. But we're hoping to do it at the same time as opening day. But now we're gonna have to reevaluate that. Yeah, we um, figure that. But we do out. have it. I'll probably post a picture of it uh, sometime soon. You might have saw a picture of myself with him uh, outside Tempe Diablo, but. Uh, for people that haven't been out to Tempe or haven't um, been to Arizona or even some other such as sites, I highly recommend going to Top Golf. We're just going to throw that oh, out man. there. So much fun. That was a lot of fun. So much fun. Um, just because I, I have never, I had never done it before. So, I mean, the experience. Well, I've only done it once, but right. yeah, everyone else that we went with yeah. um, had never done Chris it. Chris had done it before. Oh, had he? Okay. Yeah. And then Rhett has done it before, but like, I've right. done it once. I had never done it My before. My wife's never done it, and yeah. like I said, Johnny has done and, it. And I love going to the range, you know, and so, but doing it there is different. It's a cool atmosphere, not just, it's different from people, ah, it's just a glorified range. Yeah, I guess, but just the atmosphere, the music, the lights, yeah. the, the the food that you're able to kind of, you know, ah, oh, sit down and eat, have bomb wings, to be honest <laughs> with you guys. So we had a great time. Rec- I definitely wreck. And you know what? I mean, it's kind of, it's expensive, but it's worth your time. We, right? well, just, we went at the most know. expensive part of the day. Like if you don't right. mind going during the, like the middle of the day, it's, it's really cheaper. But I would say do it at night. Just the lights, the ambiance, yeah. you know, yeah. pay a little bit more, but you're paying for the ambiance, you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah, there's definitely out in Scottsdale. That was the one we went to. Um, now kind of going forward now to uh, our Friday. Um, we went to... Where did we go Friday? Surprise. Surprise. Um, actually, that was my first time there. That was my first time there, too. We're, yeah. trying, we're trying to make it a thing for like me and my wife to... like. We probably will never go to all 30 baseball stadiums, which, you know, whatever. But we are trying to hit every single spring training as we do it more and more and more. Um uh, surprise was really cool. I really liked it. It's the spring training facility of the Texas Rangers and the um, uh, was it Kansas City, Kansas City Royals. Royals, and that's who yes. they're playing at at Kansas City Royals. And it, it was a nice ballpark. You can walk all the way around it. Um, parking was great. Parking was free, free. which is a, a a big plus. Um, mm-hmm. One of the cool things they did at the stadium was that the batting cages for each team. 
were on like opposite sides. So like once you're inside the park, if if, if some guy was just taking reps in the batting cage, you can actually just walk over and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really cool. Uh, Surprises a little bit north of where kind of where the majority is. So this is a little bit of a drive. It's about what forty five minutes from where we were in from Tempe. Tempe. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was still a really cool, um, really cool stadium. It was one of the better ones I've, I've definitely seen. Right um, out there, I've been to um, Peoria, Mesa, obviously Tempe, Goodyear, um, Surprise, and I think that's it. Uh, I think that's it. So still trying to work my way around. Right, I've been to I've been to Surprise, Goodyear, Peoria, Mesa, Sloan Park, um, Salt River Fields, and Scottsdale. Uh, that's when we went to. Um, not Salt River, but um, where the Dodgers and Sox. Oh, Glendale. Glendale. I've been to Glendale. Been there, I've been to um, Maryvale where the um, Brewers play and stuff. There's, I think, I want to say there's probably three parks yet that I yet to go to. So this year was the first time I went to Goodyear. Okay. And that park is amazing. Yeah. I love that park. It's probably my favorite park uh, so far that I've ran into. That one and Salt River Fields were my, fa- were my favorite parks uh, in spring training so far. But Saturday in Tempe, like Dan said, was by far the we, most yeah. fun we, we had. We set up tailgate. We were there. People came by, got buttons, got uh, got to meet up with some of the fans, got to meet up with some new fans and, 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 and stuff like that. Got to mm-hmm. kind of, like you said, um, talk to people, got to communicate with people and just kind of, you know, talk Angels baseball. Because at the time, there was going to be a <laughs> going to be a season. So right. we kind of figured like, all right, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was packed. We were on the lawn. People were coming up. Uh, shout out to everyone that was that came up and talked to us. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guy that bought Johnny a beer that I was somehow missed out on because <laughs> he was just like, "Oh, what do you guys want?" I was just, I must have been talking to someone else or whatever. Yeah. But shout out to that guy. Um, but no, it was fun. It was it was really really entertaining. I you know Tempe's. Tempe is an older stadium. Tempe is a bit outdated. A bit outdated. The mm. atmosphere is great because. Obviously, you're around Angel fans, and anytime you're around a big group of yeah. Angel fans like that, it's going to be a good time. There's just things about it that we wish would change, and we wish could um, open up a little open bit. Open up or field, update. Update, because, you know, I love the, what would you call the, just how close you are. I, I like the closeness, the intimacy of the park. Mm-hmm. However, that intimacy when there's so many people like there was on Saturday becomes a problem because you from for you to go from one side to the other takes you like 15 minutes well, just yeah, to cause, walk because it's people. not you can't walk all the way around it right. stops at a certain point and you have to turn back around and head out the, right. or go back go back way, the way, other way where you came yeah um the walkways in the concession areas are very slim so yeah. if, so obviously there's people standing up watching the game mm-hmm. um so you kind of have to work your way through there where right. When we were in Goodyear, when we were surprised, the concession stands were really wide, or the walkways by the yes. concession were really wide. So yes. even if there was a group of people standing and watching the game, you never felt like you were bumping into anybody. Right. Where like right, there's plenty Tempe, of room to walk. In Tempe, you're constantly like bumping elbows, bumping shoulders, bumping whatever you know. So, um, but again, it kind of comes to the age of the stadium and 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 all that stuff, but. Outside of the stadium where the practice fields are, where we spend a little bit of time. Awesome. It's a great, great um, 
the p- venue yeah. to just walk around. All the all the all the fields are really close together, yeah. really close to Tempe Diablo, so you can make a real easy walk from the practice fields to the right. actual game. Or, the accessibility or to the playing fields is amazing, right? Top notch, like really just an amazing experience for you to go down there, check out the practices. See what they're working on, even if it's just minor leaguers. Yeah, like we ran into minor leaguers. Awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome experience. We 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 uh, we go out there and we run into a handful of minor league guys that we've had on the on the podcast or we've seen, you know, at Ellen Empire or whatever. Um, we saw Jeremiah Jackson. We ran into Orlando Martinez. Mm-hmm. We, uh, 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 you know, just this, this guys that you kind of see walk. Tory Hunter Jr. We seen we saw him. Um, you know, just guys that that are are working out or are just trying to get some at bats in, which was really cool. And then you can kind of also too what I like about it, um, coming from like a coach kind of perspective, you can see some of the drills they do and some yeah. of the work they do behind the scenes, and especially the catchers and what they do is kind of crazy. But that's always a real fun thing to go down there and watch and 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 um and we were and when we went, um, not all the minor leaguers were in camp too. So when 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 you go down there and all the minor leaguers are in camp. There's a you can go to the where the field where they're taking grounders, or you could go to the field where they're working on double plays, or you can go to the field where they're working on hitting. You can go to the field where there's actual live bat. It's so much. The 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 people tend to just look at spring training as and we're gonna go and watch a game and don't take advantage of going down to those practice fields, right. and that's a lot of a lot of fun to yeah. do even just before the game, you know, or. Or say you don't have tickets, don't bum yourself out. Go down there and check it out. You know, it's well, yeah, and especially too, you know, this season notwithstanding. But normally, the later you go in spring training, the more minor league games there are on those bottom fields, and you can go down there and watch a minor league game with, with you know, especially if you follow the top thirty or top prospects. Yeah, you'll probably see a couple in there playing games. You know, obviously this year not so much, but in years past you were able to. So. you know that part's awesome. That part's great. Spring training that way is is just a different kind of um, intimacy. And we talked to a couple people. We'll play the. Uh, we did the same thing we did this year, or what we did last year is talk to fans and kind of reasons why they um, came to spring training. We'll play that in a little bit. But after that Saturday, um, or after that, yeah, after that Saturday, we went to Goodyear. Mm-hmm. On Sunday, the the uh, complex that hosts both the Cincinnati Reds and the Cleveland Indians in that park is another really, really um, updated, really good, really big, uh, open, wide yeah. ballpark. I love that stadium because viewed by a lawn seat, they have so many areas where you can sit and watch a game. They have this, like, what would you call it, like a beer bar type thing that goes yeah. kind of like around. Yeah, they got to look a little... <laughs> You know, a little sh- like, not even like yeah, a little place to put your beer that's no bigger than a beer can, so right. it's not taking up a lot of room. But literally, you can lean on it. You can put your yeah. beer there. You're not holding it. So if you if you are in a long seat, but you want to stand and watch behind mm-hmm. home plate or watch down the line or watch wherever, there's, is, there's always a place where you can like put your drink down yeah. and not have to be feel like you're holding it the whole time right. or get tired and or you can lean up against this little railing and it, it's just a great idea yeah. it's a really really good idea and, and right field has a bunch of tables and chairs where you can sit and eat and, and there's like, like a, a sports bar little yeah. thing because they have like TVs out right. there and, we and, sat up uh, Chris uh, Chris and myself and a buddy of ours Frankie we sat up there and we we, we had a uh, put up a post on our Instagram say hey, we're sitting in right field and we had a couple people actually show up there and uh but great seats we blonde seats six dollars seats well that's the thing too about tempe we're kind of go back a little bit oh, tempe gosh. is so expensive like i love tempe tempe is great okay so let's put it this way 
for for those lawn seats that we got for Tempe Diablo between my wife and I, mm-hmm. that price was the same price we got really good seats, like seat seats at Goodyear and Surprise. Like, right. It was all the same right. amount of money, but Tempe was lawn, Goodyear and Surprise were like actual seats right. down the line, like three row or like two rows back from the field. And it's like... So let me put it in, the, in these terms. So... I paid for myself and Chris's tickets uh, for, uh, let's see, for the two road games, the Friday game in Surprise and the Sunday game in Goodyear. I paid a total of about $67 Damn, you for, money out there. for two, four, five seats because I got two tickets on Friday and three tickets on Sunday. Two tickets for one ticket for me, one ticket for Chris for Friday, and then a ticket for me, Chris, and Frankie on Sunday. I paid about $67 for those two games. For one game in Tempe on the lawn, I paid $80 for two tickets. Oh, yeah. It's two tickets. It's pretty crazy. Um, I think Mesa's kind of like that too because Cubs are always in a high demand. And so are the Dodgers from what I'm, I'm hearing. I've been there once. And I do remember kind of paying up a little bit. Well, I remember the, the so, one time I went there was Dodger Angel game. So I oh, kind of just figured it was that. Yeah. But um, but I think they're with there. I, from what I hear, I think Goodyear char- or uh, Camelback charges a, a Glendale, right? Camelback Ranch in Glendale. Yeah. Uh, they're the, they, 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 uh, they up their prices just like the Angels. Yeah. And I think it's because they know that so many fans are going to go out there. Right. They're so close. We're so close to Arizona. Angels and Dodgers, they know, hey, we're going to have a good amount of people showing yeah, up. So I mean, they can because they yeah, know we're going to pay. It literally took us, what, four and a half hours to get from Riverside to where we're staying at in, in, in Tempe. So, yeah. um, you know, we left early and get there early. It was, you know, an easy drive. So, yeah, it, it, that definitely makes sense why they would do the the prices for what they are. But, um, again, going back to Goodyear, you know, a great, great stadium. and uh, I mean, these ballparks, like, honestly, they – they're better than a lot of a lot of the minor league parks, and they get used part of the time. You know, like after spring training, yeah, they'll have like the Arizona, they'll have like the um, instructional league, they'll have um, like extended spring training, they'll have the uh, Arizona league, yeah, they have the fall league. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's, it's not like they get used every single day. If 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 um, it, 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 you know, it's it's it, it kind of sits there for a little bit, especially all the big fields or all the main fields in the back. Yeah, I mean, they've put in, teams have put so much money into these ballparks that you would think that they would kind of lease them out to you know colleges, and I think some do. I think they do like tournaments, but right? Not, and not in a, a um, specific. But even college. then, I think a lot of the times they end up using the practice fields and not the actual stadium. So, because um, I know that there was a tournament a couple of years ago where the local high school here. Was uh, if they had won, they had they were able to play in Tempe, but at the practice fields, which is fine. But um, yeah, it's crazy how awesome these parks are, and how like especially like Goodyear and and Salt River Field, these parks are like, dude, they're 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 top notch. Man, this looks better sometimes than Angel Stadium does. You know what I mean? It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing how much work they've put into it and what spring training has become, uh, even in the last ten years. So, like I said, we talked to some of the fans out in uh, spring training out in Tempe. So, again, we kind of, if you listen to us last year, we did the same thing this year. So, um, we put it all together, and this is uh, what came out. 
I'm Robbie Aronson from Tustin, California, and uh, I come out to spring training, especially these days, to see Mike Trout and now Anthony Rendon, but a uh, lifelong Angel fan and been doing this occasionally every few years and just trying to soak up the fandom. I grew up as an Angel fan. I'm here from uh, Anaheim. I grew up in Anaheim, California. Uh, I used to go to the, the Angel Stadium as a, I grew up as a Rams fan as well. So I used to go to Ram games at the same stadium. Um, I'm old school, and, you know, I just love the Angels. Let's go. Halos all day. My name is Sandra McConnell. I'm from Reno Valley, California. Um, we come to spring training. We've been coming for the past three years now. Uh, we like to come because we get a cool um, interaction with the players. We get to be close to the players. We get them to sign balls. We get to take pictures. Um, I've even got to meet Jose Moda for the past three years. Um, I think he remembers me. I'm not quite sure. I like to think he does, but um, I just pretend he does. But um, it's cool. It's a cool experience. He already reacts this year. Yeah, but um, it's just a cool experience. We just love to come. So. So I'm Steven. I'm from uh, Mission Viejo, California. Moved to uh, Arizona in 2016. So uh, kind of the uh, the move was a little inspired by spring training. Really enjoy coming out, enjoy the games. In oh well, yeah, it, the past couple years it's been really cool to watch the uh, the younger guys come up, especially like this year and last year with uh, Adele Marsh. Um, you really see the diehard fans come out here, the ones who stay after the fifth inning. Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you come for the starters. You come for Trout and Simmons and, and all that. But, like, you stay for the, uh, for the prospects. So that's why I enjoy coming. My name is Alex Torres, and I come to spring training because now I live in Arizona, and I grew up coming here to watch games. My name is Gabriel Gilmar. I come to spring training because it's uh, just uh, the, the sense of everything around here. Like, the genuine baseball fans come here, and it, to me it's it's more, um, how's the word to put it? You're so close to the players and all that stuff. You, personal. You, you take it, it's way more personal. It's the correct word to use. And, and like I said, even the grandstand is a testament to it. You see it like you're right, right there next to the field. You, you like I feel like the more diehard fans are here at yeah. the moment for the spring training. Uh, I haven't been here in like five years, but I wanted my kids to, to see it. You know what I mean? Because I want them to feel the intensity. Because honestly, like to make the trip out here is, is something special. You, know, you see the players, you interact with them. You're a lot more closer. So I, I love it out here. Dude. I mean, it's just a... I wish it was actually longer, yeah. even though I'm further out. But I, I just think that the one-on-one with the players, they interact. They actually, uh, I think they, the vibe you get here is, is generally awesome, dude. Um, I love Arizona, too. Arizona's a cool spot. I got it. I'm in a resort, and it's, it's, it's awesome out <laughs> nice, here, dude. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, um, I don't know. Just, uh, Jonathan, you like it out here? Yes. <laughs> he's six years old, and he's, you know, an aspiring baseball player. And, you know, Perfect. I wanted to bring him here, and it honestly uplifts him. Perfect. All right? Awesome. And those were our uh, the people that we ran into. We ran into so many more people, but, you know, with, with, when you're going about spring training, you're walking around, we couldn't quite pull out the recorder for everybody that we ran into, but those are people that we actually kind of had longer well, conversations with. Yeah, well, there like was, like, in line at – the, at a gift shop or on the lawn or as we were kind of walking through and stuff like that. It was also cool just to talk to some people and um, see that other people were really excited for spring training. Again, it kind of sucks because I know a lot of people are going out this weekend, but with everything going on, it, it sucks, but it kind of makes it I, I'm excited for next year now, I, I, you know, already and hopefully all this stuff going on is behind us now and we're able to uh, 
kind of take the next step. But, you know, spring training is always fun. It's always fun to get out there. We got lucky with the weather. It was perfect weather the whole weekend. Um, so now we're going to go to our Instagram live and our emails, and we're going to answer some questions. Uh, first question we have on Instagram live is from Pena underscore, what was that? Palace. Palace, yeah. Ask how you feel about Felix Pena. So, well, yeah. Well, we talked to Red Bollinger when we were in spring training. He kind of touched on Felix Pena a little bit. So if you guys want to check out that podcast, he, he talks about it a bit. But he's going to be – he's crucial to the Angels, in my opinion, because he's able to start and he's able to go long. Do I feel like he's going to be in the rotation? I don't think so. I think the depth in the rotation is – I think there are so many guys fighting for that spot. With him coming back off an knee injury and still not really in in the mix right now, I think he's going to suit the Angels better in the bullpen, in my opinion. And I, I, I love Felix. Yeah, I think he's going to be the bullpen just because, it's like, one of the main things you said was coming back from that um, yeah. torn ACL. You're not going to – if you don't need to put him out there, there's no reason to. Yeah, he could be a, a really good steady arm. And, again, if, if whatever happens and if a pitcher gets lit up and goes three and a third or whatever, he's a guy that can give you a lot of length out of there and, and hopefully carry it into the seventh inning. And so you're not burning through the bullpen and all that stuff. But, um, no, I, I think he's really good. I think he's going to be really uh, a good piece for the Angels, a real good depth piece that can Absolutely. get you multiple innings. And if you need a spot start because someone's injured or someone's, you know, just the way the numbers work out, he's a guy that can do it. And you really, you're not more worried about him than say, you know, Peters or Sandoval or whoever the, um, four and five, five guys are. Mm -hmm. So we got another one on Instagram. Do you think the first two weeks will be totally canceled? Um, if so, we played Astros seven times, the ace three times seems like it, it'll favor the angels if they do end up fully canceling those two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. There has been no official word. I think if it's just two weeks, if it's just two weeks, I kind of feel like they're going to try to make up those games because it's, um, you know, maybe, what, 12 games-ish, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. um, if it goes longer than two weeks, I can honestly see them being like, okay, well, we're only going to have a 115 season game or whatever the number would be like. I think two weeks is kind of that breaking point to where if it's just two weeks, they might try to make some of these up, play a couple of double headers because uh, uh, a lot of those players, like a lot of those teams, are inter are divisional, so you're going to have right. opportunities to double up on some on on series, or maybe they don't make all of them up, but maybe they make a majority of them up. Um, but yeah, I think that two week period is going to be kind of one way or the other. And again, this is me speculating. I have no idea. Yeah, it's all it's all speculating. No one knows right now. We can all just kind of speculate on what we think. I feel like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll pick up right where this where they're supposed to be, like we had mentioned earlier. Like if they're playing, I don't I'm just throwing something. They're playing the Minnesota Twins the day they start in Minnesota. That's where they're going to start. And they'll look at the schedule and determine, I think, you know, hey, well, you know, there's this many odd games we're going to have to fit in. You know, we'll will fit in these many games at the back end of the season or in between on off days where they were going to be supposed to be off days, maybe get double headers in where, you know, I don't know. They'll, they'll figure something out. But like you said, I think more than two weeks and they'll definitely shorten the season. Yeah, I think that's going to be the in-between um, period is going to be that two-week period if they are able to uh, cancel or they're going to reschedule or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So you want to go to the email? Yeah. Let me read the – we got an email. And, again, you guys, if you guys have any emails that you guys want to send, you, maybe you guys can't get into uh, Instagram for whatever reason. It's allangelspodcast at 
gmail.com. This one comes from, I feel he's a new person. I think so too. Uh, Dayton Hall. Hey guys, I just listened to the podcast, the Thai podcast, and he mentioned how they take the bus a lot in the ALS. I was wondering if you know what teams they bus to and which they fly to. I'm assuming, you know, um, I think he's talking, I think he was talking about busing as far as, um, because you kind of was talking about busing and this travel in general. I think it's busing as far as maybe from airport to hotel. That's what, that's what I was that thinking. That was I was thinking. Because if you're not if they're playing the Dodgers, they just go home. They just go home and they drive up. Like you see right. you see players, you know, your bigger name players just kind of pull up. Like obviously if they want to take a bus, I think they, I think they offer like a bus to the Dodger Stadium and all right. that stuff. But um other than that, they fly everywhere else, you know. Um it's it's Major League Baseball, so they have the money for it. They charter a flight. But yeah, I think Ty was more talking about busing from like the airport to the game or even just the fly schedule the, the flight schedule is so much more in the AL West because if you ever look at a map of the MLB teams like where they're located you look in that top you know the the um like northeast like you know New York Boston Baltimore Nationals like they're those guys are all super condensed so right. flying in and out is not a big deal it's like really quick where in the west everything's a lot more spread out you're flying up to seattle you're flying over to houston you're flying over to um arlington like there's there's some pretty gnarly flights in your division where a lot of the remember and ty's coming from boston where he didn't have to fly a whole lot um, far. You know what I mean? Like Baltimore's right. not that far. New York's not that far. Yeah, you have to come down the coast to go to Tampa Bay. But even then, that you know, that's one team for one thing where the Angels have to go up to Oakland, have to go up to Seattle, and and, and that has to be a pretty, pretty gnarly um, uh, flight and pretty gnarly uh, 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 travel kind of thing. So anything else we have? On our Instagram live, um, another one. Will the what was it? We have any anti Astro slash no team buns available that first homestand. We were planning on it. We <laughs> were planning on it, but due to the coronavirus, due to the coronavirus. So yeah. So whenever the first homestand is against the Astros whenever that is I'm sure we will I'm sure that is something that we are going to be in the works because if you followed us whoops that's the wall um, if you followed us at all during our spring training trip we had a lot of um, buttons to get out and a lot of um, uh, stuff like that and it worked out really really well so that was always a fun yeah fun I, thing I, to do. I created a little something I don't know if Chris wants to use it or not but yeah we're just gonna have to wait for that first homestand that's the that's that's the part but other than that, um, a quick reminder, everyone, to, to rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Um, follow us on Instagram, Halo underscore Haven. You can reach out to us at allangelspodcast at gmail.com. Looking for, um, you know, if you want to see something different, you like something, you don't like something, uh, creative criticism, that's cool. We can we can deal with that. We're trying to make this better. So, again, um Best way to reach us is again on our social media feeds, whether it is uh, Twitter or Instagram, Halo underscore Haven, and our podcast at All Angels Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's All Angels Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, again, we're on Apple, iTunes Podcast, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio. So pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. So, guys, if you like know somebody who's an Angel fan, doesn't listen, hey, man, listen, subscribe, Tom. Hey, 
This Check was, them out. This would be a really good time for if you have a buddy that's trying to get into the Angel Podcast or or even yourself, if you're a new listener, with the downtime that's coming up, go back. Like We have interviews with Red Bollinger, the beat writer from MLB.com. We have a, an interview with Ty Butchery we did before we went for spring training. We have interviews with Brandon Marsh. Um, you know, Chris Rodriguez, top end prospects. Like now would be a really cool time if, if you're if you're jonesing for like a, a, a baseball fix, you know, go back and in, in our library, everything's labeled. Yeah. And just check it out because, you know, uh, Gooby, we have Victor Rojas. Victor Jose. You know, everybody. um there's not a lot of other angel podcasts that I'm aware of that have these guys on as as regularly as we do. So um definitely check it out and if you if you're new to the podcast catch up you have you have plenty of time now yeah um but yeah so definitely if you want to see more of this kind of stuff we'll try to start doing more where we you know we work we kind of had our schedule set for the season yeah we and did. now we're gonna have to have a uh off the podcast kind of what are we gonna do now but um uh, we'll definitely post that on our social media and stuff like that what our schedule coming up because now we got to figure that out for ourselves yeah but uh Again, we post that stuff on our social media and follow us there. Um, once the season does get going, we have giveaways set up, but we wanted to do it with the get with the season going. So yeah, we we got some stuff lined up. It's just we got to wait now. Yeah. So so yeah. But anyway, that's that's all we got for for today. We'll catch you guys as soon as we figure out what we're gonna do. We'll post it on our social medias, and and you guys will know what we're doing. So. With that being said, I'm Johnny Mags. I'm Dan Garcia. And you listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.